This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Michael Payne and Reese Sanders on Fubar Radio. It's Fubar Radio. We just kicked off the show with Alakazam by AJ Tracy featuring JME and Denzel Curry. Or is it Denzel Curry, do you reckon? I say reckon Denzel, like Washington. Yeah. But, but you know Denzel Washington isn't pronounced that his mum named him that. His dad is actually Denzel uh, Senior, but his dad's name is Denzel. But his mum started calling him Denzel to give it a bit more pizzazz. Oh, there was yeah. also, a, actually, in Only Fools and Horses, there was Denzel. Yeah, was there? Oh yeah, Denzel. Was it was Denzel? Denzel, yeah. Denzel's the uh, I think the the correct pronunciation, but Denzel, like I said, gives it that panache. Mm. Well, I'm actually Renzo. You are Renzo, of course. And that that isn't Renzo. Exactly, it wouldn't work. Renzo sounds a bit. mm, I I wouldn't trust you in my yard if your name was Renzo. Yeah, no, it does seem a bit suspect. That it name. does seem yeah. very you have an I suspect. as well, Renzil, it sounds like. Renzel. Ren- and then when it's Renzil, it sounds like a chemical. Yeah, I can say Renzil sounds like something you clean your drains out with. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah. And it's like trade standard as well. You can't buy it in normal shops, you know the ones. <laughs> yeah, you can only like- bulk buy it as well for industry. <laughs> You can only get it at Travis Perkins or something. I don't know. Don't even know where that is. No. Oh, you never heard that's Travis so, Perkins. That's far too industry for me. It's a, it's a builders' merchant. Of course, cool. I'm always hanging around those, so I don't know any builders' merchants. Look at these hands. True, true. Mine are only callous because of Jim. Why do you know no, Travis you Perkins? Should... This is the funniest thing. So Travis Perkins is a builders' merchant. They sell all anything that you would possibly need for the build, from sandpaper to actual building materials. You know, wood beams and shit like Sounds that. Sounds like right? a SoundCloud rapper, to be fair. Travis Perkins, yeah. it does, doesn't it? Um, no, but they they are very serious builders merchants and I went on a school trip to a Travis Perkins outlet one time uh, what yeah I, I genuinely went on a school trip to a Travis Perkins Why? outlet I, no, I don't think there was any be, and nowhere else was open to, clearly. Be, to be fair my school once went on a trip to the sewage plant at Stoke Bardolf Really? Uh, I used to hear a lot about the sewage plant. I heard that, like, um, no, no, <laughs> seriously. Everyone was talking about no, no. On a real, I used to hear that you can that around sewage plants for some reason a lot of exotic fruits grow, or something like that, because of something to do with them the seeds being passed in what is effectively compost, <laughs> in it. Do you know what I mean? And mm. uh, apparently, something like that around sewage plants, Stink. exotic fruits do grow. It does. There's a sewage plant. Um, I used to get to the train every day through to Surbiton. It goes to a place called Berrylands. Sounds like it would be nice. Maybe it has exotic berries growing there, but it stinks of poo. Because yeah, it's a sewage imagine. plant there. And it, when it's summer, with the train windows open, you're like, oh. You and know it's when you're probably berries in, like, no, beneath the surface. Oh, really? Like, fruit berries. Damn. But, Stinky berries when yeah. you go through there. I was thinking if you lived there, do you just become acclimatized to it so you don't smell it anymore? That's true. Can't Probably. polish a turd. Can't call a shitty place Berryland. <laughs> but you can roll it in glitter, though. That's you can. Same, mm. Yeah. <coughs> Speaking of which, I saw an I saw an article today that um, on Lad Bible that um, people must are, be real then. Yeah, true. But no, there was actually a photo of a guy doing it. They said people are blending their own turds for, to make milkshakes. What? I didn't. I didn't no. even click on the link. No, I'm not. I didn't even click on I didn't want to read it. I didn't want to know. There's nothing in the article. There's nothing that you can tell me in the article that's going to explain it to me. That I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I get it now. Mm, yeah, that, 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 that makes shake. sense. That, that milkshake will not does, bring the boys to the yard, will it? That's for sure. I mean, if it does make sense to you, 
No. Then get in touch, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Email us about your turd blending experiences. Yeah. And if by boys you mean environmental health, then yeah, probably does bring the boys <laughs> to the yeah, yard. Yeah. And if us and um, by email us your turd blending experiences, I meant definitely don't email us don't your do. turd blending experiences. But if you do want to email, you can do hump at foobarradio.com. And uh, tweet to us. Yeah, at Foobar Radio. Yeah, that's enough of that. What's everyone been up to this week? Um, we held the FA Cup last week. What? Oh, my God. Did you? Yeah. How? Tell me everything. How come? So a good friend of ours, Rebecca Judd, yes. who is on a, another station, in the far reaches of uh, West London, mm-hmm. far, far west. Um, so west is nearly east, mm. in fact. Um, you come she, back on yourself it's that far west <laughs> circumnavigate the fucking globe um, no she she invited us down to talk football and music and um, she's she's recently become an FA Cup an FA ambassador of sorts uh, which meant that she had two minders two burly guys bring the actual real FA Cup to her uh, radio station we got to touch it um uh, it was it was it was really kind of there's so much security mm. around and you can understand why you know it's the, it's it literally is the best cup in the world the, I, the FA Cup that as a tournament is the best tournament in the world I feel like if I wanted it though I could have took them blokes definitely yeah. they would not catch me <laughs> they had zero they, pace they would not catch me I'd have been on the bus before they'd left the fucking forecourt <laughs> of the radio station so it's not heavy then the cup. No. It's heavy, but they were heavy too. Right, but okay. the cup wasn't as heavy as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's true. It's it, well, it is it's silver because and silver's they, not that dense. I know, um, but do you know normally when you see them lift it? Is that like uh, you know they have to like push it up a bit? Yeah, always led me to believe it was a lot heavier than it I was. I think they over. I think they over. Yeah, like, they dramatize it, don't they? Yeah. I just think that I'm stronger than everyone. I think <laughs> that's probably the, the issue there. <laughs> Um, the, yeah, the, the two guys were interesting like guys. They gave us a lot of um, insight into the, the trade around maintaining the FA Cup. Because obviously it's, it's, um, it's pure silver and it's um, handcrafted. So that means that all of the maintenance is artisan as well. There is a place in Essex where maybe about four guys work. Mm. And these are the, these are the guys that... Are uh, entrusted with the maintenance of the FA Cup because there's one cup, yeah, that gets passed around every year. Yes, exactly. Isn't oh. there? I think there's two guys who work there. Right. One. There's two people in the yeah. world, I think, who can, who can do, do the right. do the steelsmith. There's a place in Essex where one guy works, and there's another guy there. He's yeah. 57. He's been doing his job for 30 years, and he's still the apprentice. He's been doing his job for 38 years. 38 years, and he's still the apprentice. His what? job's older than us. Wow. And he's he's still the T boy. How can that be? Why has he not been promoted? The job because the there's nowhere that. to promote him. Yeah, oh. he, he can only get promoted when the other guy dies, probably. Well, mm, he shouldn't make him any tea then. I wouldn't drink any tea. That he well, he should make him tea and yeah, then, you yeah. know, mm. speed things along. No, no, I'm joking. I don't. I don't um, condemn condone murder. poisoning. I don't condemn murder. Of course <laughs> yeah. I do. Condone. I just. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I also what else did we do? I'm sure we did something else. Um, Maybe we didn't. No, we've had quite boring lives. Well, you you've had a quite you had a quite interesting night last night. Yeah, I went on went on telly. Hey, you were on the, the telly. telly Evan, Evan Davis wasn't it that interviewed you? Uh, yeah, I was trying to pitch to the dragons, and apparently it wasn't. That wasn't <laughs> the show. I don't know. 
Um, when did he get that promotion? That's a big promotion. Yeah, from, yeah from living in the, from living in the dungeon, the dragon's basement. I know. <laughs> to, from being the dragon's butler, basically. Yeah. From being the guy that introduces every the, I the think dragons. He was to doing Newsnight before he did uh, Dragon's Den. He's been that, doing Newsnight for a while. Really? It, it must have been for extra money, isn't it? You know, Newsnight weren't paying him that much, so he was like, oh, you know, I'm going to get a little second job, a little Saturday job on Dragon's yeah, Den. Yeah, why? <laughs> Do you know what? Newsnight probably don't pay him that much. If I'm, I went in the BBC green room. I was expecting snacks. fountains, crystal, everything. Mm. Nothing? No snacks? Two beers. Yes, because they're paying him all the money. They can't afford yeah. your beers. Yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? All the men, certainly not the women. Exactly. I was like, that's what operative word being him. Mm. <coughs> um, everyone was really friendly, though, there at the, uh, at the Beeb, mm-hmm. as you call it. Yeah, um, the BBC is a very friendly atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, it was very friendly. Um, and we, yeah, we just uh, discussed... Uh, sexual harassment in the fashion industry, which we talked about last week when we I was did. nervous about doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Came out the other side, though, my brother. Yeah, mm. damn straight. Proud damn of you. Straight. Yeah, I saw the clip last night on your on the twit on the Twitter on, on Twitter. The Twitter. On the Twitter. And, uh, yeah, you looked like all grown up. You look like a consummate yeah. professional, man. You you were chilled, Good. laid back in a tracksuit. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm gonna I'm wear my Leslie track top. I'm from, the <laughs> fu- I'm from the Midlands. Of course, I'm gonna wear a fucking track top zipped up to the top. You get me? Damn Why straight. wouldn't I? And the thing is. I got loads of texts and messages after mm. saying, where did your accent go? Really? Uh, oh. do, do people think you sold out? Yeah. Whoa. I've let the ends down. They came out in force in the DMs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's your accent, bro? Wow. Fair play. That's all they got from that interview. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the video about sexual harassment in the yeah. thing, and then the first DM, you said, where's your accent gone, bro? The first message I got just said, how much did Elise pay you to wear that top? Wow. Jesus. <laughs> and another one. There was some like. That's it. This guy was actually good looking a couple of years ago. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. To be fair, though, I've got to respect how quick the internet is. In it is, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Like, responses are my favourite things. I've been sucked into the whole response comments game as well. Do you know what I mean? I, I love it. I think an intelligent comment, <clears throat> or, or not a funny comment, it it makes the story even funnier sometimes. I think the thing is when I so I used to get a lot more comments than I do now on like uh, modelling work and mm. stuff. And I always used to look through the negative comments to just find right. the funniest ones. Yeah, because I'd ne- I never take them to heart. Yeah, but you know, every now and again you'll just get one that's well personal. You're like, oh my, <laughs> <laughs> you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Um, I well, speaking of selling out, mm. I um, this isn't something that I got up to this week, but it was something that I was uh, made aware of or asked <clears throat> to be involved in this week. So, I, so I got an email saying I kind of feel bad reading this out because it's from my casting agent and it's nothing to do with my casting agent at all. Obviously, this <clears throat> what this this advert wasn't my casting agent's idea. But I was dismayed. <laughs> In fact, no, you know, at first I was laughing when I read it. Um, but then I, when I got to the end, I was like, wow, they really think that I'm going to get involved in this shit, really. Okay, <laughs> so I get this email today from, from my casting. I'm not going to mention who my, my casting agent are, but if you're listening, hello. Um, so I get this email. Hi, guys. Please read all the details and confirm with me ASAP that you're available for the casting and shoot days. And then it's got, you know, where it is and uh, when it is and all <clears> the people that are going to the casting. And then it says wardrobe, right? And this is what the wardrobe's going to be. Think Compton rap scene, right? So obviously, automatically, I've seen a few films set in Compton. I'm thinking Easy e I'm thinking Perms. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking baseball caps, black glasses, you know, either a baseball jersey or a white t-shirt and, you know, dickies, you know, car keys, maybe a pair of Cortez, pair of Converse. That for me is Compton rap scene. I don't think the Compton rap scene's really changed that much since the 80s, to be fair. Right. Because apart from Kendrick Lamar and um, what's the other one? Um, uh, who's the other rapper from Compton that always dresses in red? Where's red? He's a blood, I think. Um, tattoos everywhere. Mm, Can't remember his name. No. But he. Th- there are only two rappers, two prominent rappers right now that I know of from Compton. So when I think of the Compton rap scene and the wardrobe, I think of the aforementioned style, right? <clears throat> and then it talks about the, um, the fee, which is uh, in the region of £8,000. I'm thinking, okay, yeah. nice. right. Yeah, yeah, All right nice. That's, you know, that's... That's really fucking good money, right? So then I read what's going to happen in that in that advert, and this is what's going to happen in the advert. Oh, you got no. oh, you got to answer, answer it, pal. You have to answer it. Oh dear. Oh. Who is it? Oh, no clue. <laughs> It really doesn't as well. But, I know, I, but they just called this phone as well. Okay. Oh, they really want to get hold of you. Yeah, I know. You got away with it. For now. Yeah. Um, all right, so this is this is the brief, yeah? And remember, think Compton rap scene. Mm-hmm. Think, think of those clothes that I've just mentioned. You can expect a rap battle. We will want a mixed review, freestyling, and scripted dialogue. Accents should be American. Think in the EDM rap. Okay, think in the start. Sorry, think in the style of EDM rap, right? In brackets, mumble rap. Those two aren't the same thing. Okay. Nor are <clears throat> either of those two things. Compton, no. you wouldn't be dressed <laughs> Compton rap if you did mumble rap or EDM, EDM rap. rap. Right. It should sound like a track by Young Thug, Future, Playboy Carti, or Lil Uzi Vert. I was like, I am not getting involved in this fucking bullshit. You've got a lot Fuck to do them. there. You've got a freestyle, learn, some, learn a script and put an American accent on. All do, while doing mumble rap dressed as a Compton rapper. <laughs> and that's too much. That's, that's a you, lot. This is, this, is, this is a caricature, sure. I'm not getting involved. I don't want to end up like... It's a know, comedy sketch. It seems like, uh, it seems like it's just, just, just taking the piss. It's just, for me, it's a big, big piss taken. And, and <laughs> in all honesty, even if they had honest intentions in mind, I'm a serious MC. I'm actually a, quite a yeah. serious... I take, I take rapping quite seriously. Mm. So if I was seen in this, that would be the ultimate, for me, example of selling out just for the money, doing that fuckery. Do you know what I mean? So I just wanted to put that out there that I won't be making eight mm. grand from a certain confectionery company to do their advert mumble rapping while dressed as a Compton rapper to EDM. Well, I can't wait American to see accent. that advert though. I can't wait to see when it's I can't TV. wait to see who actually gets because I've seen, I've seen the other names. <clears throat> okay. I've seen the other names who are going to the casting and one of them is a rapper. So I'd be very, very interested to see if I see that guy's face in this fucking advert. Just saying. I'm excited yeah. to see it. Okay. So that's what I've been up to this week, apart from touching the FA Cup. Um, how about you, Nat? Um, I got some holy water thrown on me on the tube. Were you that bad? That what was were you doing? nice. Were you, you eating, were you you eating smelly food? You didn't melt, so that was a good burn. sign. Like, I a thought very I good would sign. burn, actually. Thought, but no, there was she didn't melt, but she also tried to see her reflection in the mirror to see how, how wet she was. Happened. She couldn't see it. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It was just a woman who just was walking up and down the tube. Just, I mean, I don't know if it was actually holy water, but she was doing the like power of Christ compelled you thing. Whatever. Wow. That's not what that's called. That's from The Exorcist. What's the cross thing called? Just uh, the cross, isn't it? Sign of the cross. Yeah, that's the one. She was doing that over some people, Not, and we all were okay. But it was nice to have a little, little. Holy yeah, man, it, it gets quite get hot blessed. on the tube. Nice get blessed, blessed, get cool. If any crazy people throw water at me on the tube, I'm yeah, not you know riding I mean, that. That might one. not be water. Oh my god! Well, I didn't smell like anything. 
There people are putting water. turds in blenders, yeah. so oh. wouldn't put it past people to be throwing piss on the tube. Well, as we have you mentioned <coughs> the word turd, um, mm-hmm. it sort of relates to the sort of theme of today's show. Because where do turds come come from? Come from the bottom. White House at the moment. Yeah. Ay. Or more specifically, bums. But more so, specifically, yes. Um, it is National Sticky Bun Day, mm-hmm. but for this purpose of this show, buns also relate to bottoms. So, so your bum cheeks have got to be sticky. Can That's be. Well, Might as well be National well, Bum Week. Can you say you're good at reading out uh, difficult words? Okay. What is, it, what is National Sticky Bun Day known as? Um, Schnecken. Yeah. Um, meaning snail. Mm-hmm. The sticky bun is rolled into a sweet spiral that resembles its German name. It's still considered to be a Pennsylvanian specialty. It's believed the sticky bun's origin in the United States began in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. It's often served as a dessert or breakfast. Lovely. So that's the sticky bun, but um, we also have a guest coming on because, Reese, last week you did a lot of chat, and the reason why we've gone full bum this week is because you mentioned anal sex a lot on I the show It wasn't week. just me. The word well, anal kept popping up a lot, and I was like, well... We followed your conversation. I was talking about it, it in the sense of being pedantic yeah. just want to put that out and now I just heard it that much that I thought do you know like when you hear something that much and then it just happens mm-hmm. oh. I oh, thought, just fell into some arse one day yeah I was either going to be bummed or bummed someone I didn't know what <laughs> well, was that's going good, because we have uh, a lady on the phone at five o'clock uh, Rebecca Dankin um, who is the great British sexpert and author of 101 Sex Tips who talks you all through the ways of the anal. Oh, okay. she's the author of 101 Sex Tips. Yes. Oh, my God, I was wondering what that name was. Right. <laughs> I wonder if she'll sign my copy. <laughs> well, um, you, you can ask her. Yeah. yeah because I we're going to be speaking to her, like Natalie said, at five. Sure. On, on the phone, right? She's on the phone, yeah, okay. yeah. It's too okay. hot to get her in the studio. So why don't we go to a little tune and then we'll come we? back and have a chat. Yes, that's Can We Have Fun in This House Tonight by Ezekiel. Um, falsetto king right now. Amazing, falsetto yeah. champion. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, I can. I was, I was just saying to Natalie uh, that I, I can do falsetto sometimes, but not on all letters. What letters? It ooze really easy. <laughs> exactly. Okay. What's for? Falsetto is just uh, the, high. the high pitch. Your head voice, they call it. Mm, like he just did then. Mariah does a lot of Mariah does it a lot. She pitch. goes into whistle Why, why don't we just say high pitch? Because falsetto is the technical term. Mm. Let the Italians have, you know what I mean? They named the, they were kind enough to name the word for Do us. Do you call everything by its technical term? I try to. Because if not, you should start now. I never want to hear you use any slang. I never want to hear you use any No, but there's a difference word. between slang and no, technical no, terms. You no, can use no. slang, but Ev- still... Everything from your mouth now needs to be the correct so, so, scientific so or technical all, all terms. All animals, Latin names. You know yeah, only, well, only uh, Latin names. You can't say that you go for the bones. You've got to refer to them instead of just, you yeah. know, the oh, no, tibia. Oh, no, my my capula. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to catch on, Reese. Yeah. I think it will. I'm going to try. <clears throat> okay, we'll try from now. Okay. Um, so, no, I'm not going okay. to. I don't think I can maintain it. I'll try as much as possible. Okay. All right. Call me out if you if you feel I'm not using technical terms. I will do for things. <laughs> um, let's talk in the meantime about the bum wedding news. photographer. Yeah, more bum news. All bum news today. Um, a wedding photographer took more pictures of bums, boobs and bridesmaids than the groom. A wedding photographer has been outed by a newlywed couple who took him to court over photos <coughs> of their big day. Steve, Steph and Paul Unwin were horrified to find they had 96 pictures of their bridesmaids, including close-up shots of cleavage and bums and only 11 of the actual groom. 
More than a third were out of focus and her in-laws weren't even featured. David Kilcourse refunded the couple for the photos after they sued him, but Steph fears he may still be working after learning other brides have complained about his work. Um, I like the fact that we're so green we print on both sides. Yeah. He caused so much heartache. We have so many moments missing from our big day, she said. I'll do anything to stop him doing this to anyone else. When we got when we got some of the pictures, I said to him, is this all of them? Because I'm really disappointed. He turned around and said he took... <laughs> Why wasn't he facing you? <laughs> I think there's a clue there. He might not be a good photographer. There's <laughs> some clues. The right way. Way. <laughs> How have you taken what? Like, hey, the wedding's over here. <laughs> My man was doing behind-the-scenes photography at a wedding. <laughs> when we got some of the pictures, I said, yeah, so he turned around and said he took thousands of pictures. When we received them, he'd taken 1,636 images and 559 out of focus. He called them misfires. Misfires. <laughs> How many? That's misfires. <laughs> Over half, or yeah. half of his photos are misfires. <laughs> Who takes that? Do wedding photographers really take that many photos generally? Because who, you know, when like you see, you go to see the photographer and you go through the photos. Who has time to be bothered to go through one thousand six hundred and thirty-six photos? I ain't got time for that. No. Steph says she had no photographs of her in-laws from the big day, and only one of her own parents. Maybe they were vampires and they just don't show up. (laughs) Or maybe she's got butter's parents. (laughs) I'm I'm doing you a favour. I'll give you your money back and cut your parents out. Um, But the photographer somehow managed to get almost 100 pictures of her two bridesmaids. He took pictures of one of my bridesmaids' breasts, some of her bum. There were more pictures of just the bridesmaids than anything else. I'm sure he was doing that on purpose, she said. I know that photography is interpreted differently by different people. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, you know, there's no grey area. Wedding photography. In focus is generally quite good. And also facing the bride and groom is is generally a good wedding. Of important things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Guests. Is probably the top of the list mm, when you're gonna mm. when you're gonna kind of take photos, newlyweds and guests. But the photographer, someone. Oh, sorry, where was I? Um, um, I know. Yeah, I know the photography is interpreted differently by different people. But when he takes three pictures of someone's bum, that's not an accident. Stefan Paul from Cheshire hired Kilcourse to work at their wedding and bought a package which included the full day and all its various stages, including the bride getting ready, ceremony, meal, and night time. Oh, that explains the sixteen hundred and thirty-six photos. Yeah, you got to go throughout the day. Mm. It also contained a photo book, two prints, edited images, and a CD. But there's a red flag there, not even a USB, a CD. (laughs) Floppy disk. (laughs) (laughs) He just spelt CD wrong. It was actually S-E-E-D-Y. Um, but Steph says the photographer didn't turn up until everyone was already ready and much of the promised package was missing. Steph said, we received no photo album. He just sent the pictures via disc after I complained. He claimed the pictures he'd sent us were edited, but they weren't. My husband wore a grey suit, but on the pictures it looked blue. He photoshopped them. <laughs> it's not even any pictures. He's just taking That's mess. how heaven... She said they weren't even edited. He's like, I'll put that... <laughs> Bastard in another coloured suit. She's shit. Coming from George. I put him in a Dolce Gabbana right here and you're complaining. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so where was I? Uh, da, 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 da. A, lot, a lot of the pictures were angled so it wouldn't look right in the photo frame. What does that mean? So How would they be? Like the sloping. <laughs> and they would have been across it. Like. That's fucked. <laughs> the pictures he showed us before we booked him were really nice. Thankfully, we had a videographer. They probably weren't his photos. They weren't his he photos. just showed someone else's yeah. photos. Well, so that, Annie nice. Leibowitz's yeah. photos. <laughs> 
the newlyweds successfully took Kilcourse to court in September and won £601. So, so they got sexually harassed by a photographer who took inappropriate photos of bridesmaids and all he got was a £601 why, fine. Why £601? As well? Why not £600? must be legal fees as well. The £1? Yeah. Or like something that made it... Like, like, that, I bet the victim surcharge was... It's always like something in one pound. A weird though. kind <laughs> of number. Yeah. Um, so the newlyweds successfully took Kilcourse to court in September and won £601 after he failed to turn up to the case. Dave Kilcourse denied the claims and maintained Stephen Paul's wedding pictures were ruined by bad weather. Why is he bringing... We've not heard about the bad weather before. Yeah, He's now I'm, bringing I'm, anything in. I'm just really stupid in oh, bad like, weather. <laughs> it was really windy. Or yeah. <laughs> well, any weather. It was really sunny that day. It was really sunny. I couldn't take a good photo. <laughs> Dave said, the company has folded since then. <laughs> company. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it's all done and dusted. As a company, we did over a thousand weddings and we only had probably in all that time 10 complaints of that severity. That's a lot. That is of a that lot. severity. So 10 times been taken to <laughs> court. <laughs> 10 times your company got Come taken on, to court. It's a matter of opinion that we didn't fulfil the package. Steph said that we didn't take any outside shots of the wedding when it was pouring it down all day. That's a good point. That's, yeah, I suppose you don't. Well, unless she said, I want some photos in the rain. That's I want, true. I need, it's my wedding. Yeah, she yeah. might have said That's that. That's true. Mm. According to my terms and conditions, we say that we can't control the weather. Does that need to go in the terms and I'm conditions? Sh- I think and I'm we sure know that's that. actually just an outcast song. Yeah. I'm sure that's what Andre 3000. His contract is basically Miss Jackson <laughs> by Outcast. <laughs> At the bottom where you have to sign it just says, I am for real, size. <laughs> <laughs> And remember, you can plan a pretty picnic, I mean wedding, but you can't predict the weather. According to my terms and conditions, we say that we can't control the weather. They said I'd taken inappropriate pictures, which was disproved. I got so much hassle through weddings that I just stopped doing it. The reason I didn't turn up oh. to court was that it was in Nottingham. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have bothered either, mate. You know, oh. it's not really it a day, me, is it? And it would have cost me a fortune. Fair play so to, uh, to Steph and uh, her husband. Well, maybe he's just gone on to do funerals now. He's like, I can't mm. do weddings anymore. I'm going to do bar mitzvahs and funeral <laughs> other sort of pictures. Yeah, true. I Fair. just think that he was trying to do him a favour, you know. Yeah. Cut the groom out. It's never going to last anyway, statistically. That'll be <laughs> over soon. <laughs> That's true, yeah. When when they break up, he's, he's true. Well, she's she's going to save time. What he did is he took twice as many photos, but like in half, so you can put them together. <laughs> and it looks like one photo, but then when you split up, you can just... <laughs> That's why they do fit in a photo frame, but a photo frame for one person, yeah. not for two. That's she was he was right. Yeah, no, he deserved, I think he deserved to get um, to have to pay compensation. Mm. So fair play to Steph and her husband, yeah, not definitely. pictured. Well, photography is quite hard, though, isn't it? I mean, I'm not the best at taking photos. They mine generally come out quite blurry. Well, especially on like my. Who, who's okay. the worst photographer? You know, when you give your friends a photo, who's the one friend or who are the friends that you would never, even if even if there was a person. That if you didn't get this photo with that person, you would like literally. Oh, I know. I've got a friend, um, and she not only is she really bad at taking photos, you can be blinking over, but she doesn't tell you suddenly. Bam, they're on Facebook I, or they're oh, on social, no, and yeah. suddenly you get a notification like, "Why have you put this on here? It looks horrific." Yeah, yeah. And don't tag me in it either. <laughs> I, hate, s- I hate them bastards that you, yeah. you take a photo and they go. They've took one photo, oh, just yeah. one God. solitary photo, yeah. and you're not ready. And they've got <laughs> and it blew you. Where the fuck were you raised? Right, because you can never take one photo ever of the, the scene where you're taking photo or the person. You need a couple to yeah. go, like, right, let me look. No, 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 it's never going to be the first one. I'd take the photo like it's me in the photo. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. Actually, it might look better here. I'm doing this like five true. angles. Do you know this what I mean? I've got flash on one photo, the phone out, on people's shoulders. You 
getting the full work. <laughs> Trust me. Reese is lying on his back on the floor. He's bringing out a tripod. He's got some makeup dusting and to like, have it shine on your face. I've got one of them little camera trolleys that will just roll past you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pan. <laughs> Let's pan now. <laughs> Look off wistfully into the distance. I did 360s, CPO, I'm putting filters on it. I'm a good photographer. All of that. Well, you're quite good at taking selfies. I'm really bad at that because I can't, for some reason, I can't hold a phone in my hand and take a photo. I I can't do it. When have you ever seen me take a selfie? No, actually, not you then, Michael. You do not take selfies. I don't take, I took one selfie today and that was probably my first selfie in ages. That happens to me today. But what is the art though? Because a lot of people, I mean, actually, it's actually quite annoying if you look at someone's um, Instagram page or whatever and it's just self. And not even like. They're a, funny. I, I actually find those pages do, really but funny. I don't know why. If it's a <laughs> I just laugh when I see them. With like something nice in the background, like, oh, I'm by the Taj Mahal. Just selfie. Every, yeah. Just your face. Just Morning. You your and like, you know, like, no. Do you know what pisses me off when someone's like, really enjoying Jamaica? Why is there a photo in your bathroom then? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, yeah, like I'm cool. I, I cool, really enjoying India, me and my lounge. You know what I mean? <laughs> my Jammer did it the other day. Don't get me wrong. I really like my Jammer. I think she's a great presenter. I think she's a very talented person. Mm. <clears throat> but she uploaded a photo and it's just like traveling the world and it's just her in front of a curtain. <laughs> are you though? <laughs> like, I know you are, but you could be lying. Yeah, because it's my jam and she gets away with it because yeah. at the end of the day, we know that she definitely will be traveling, mm. traveling yeah, yeah, the yeah. world. Do you know what I mean? Well, you can do but that, yeah, Reece. some you get you get those like Instagram accounts and it's just like, or no, the ones I hate are like, you know, really sexy selfie uh. and then like a quote from like the Dalai Lama. Or, yeah. or it'd be like, what? tell me what you really want. I really yeah. want you to stop posting fucking stupid photos. No, the, the, the recent trend is tell me something I don't know. Oh, yeah, people put, I know people plays better up front. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I love but, that. <laughs> yeah, but Reese, now you've got your green screen, you can absolutely be doing that from all around the world. Just a little selfie this is with true. you from anywhere you like. You could be like. in Tiananmen Square, you could be in Red Square. You know what I mean? Yeah. Literally the next minute. You I know? Didn't, my, my issue is, yeah, is I've come up with so many good ideas of things to do with this green screen. But... I feel like I already outplayed it. What do you mean? You've hit your peak? No, like, I feel like it's already been rinsed. Because I put up the photo rescuing a cat. Yeah. And then I put up a photo, like, three times, but Instagram kept taking it down. Right. So, and now I feel like, because I've uploaded so many photos with it, I've kind of... Nah, man, the world's your oyster. Yeah, you can't That's just like the film industry guy now. I think we've used the green screen. No, (laughs) the film industry has outdone it, has outplayed itself. Do you think so? Most of the films now are just shit remakes of films that have already happened years ago. Yeah. They're like, all right, cool, let's do another 20 Star Wars. The first one's banged, we'll just milk it. Yeah, new new ways to use the green screen. It's all about the green screen. Ain't even about the film anymore. It's just how can we use this green screen? What (laughs) what can we put on that background? (laughs) Pretty much. What can we get on there? I've been looking to um, invest in another green screen. I want more green screenery. Why? Why do you want want your whole bedroom to be a green screen? Oh, my God. Now, what a great idea. (laughs) That's a good point. I didn't, but now I I do. (laughs) 360-degree green screen. Oh, my. My God, I've got. But now the other problem is, I've just got hundreds and hundreds of photos of cats on a green screen with nothing <laughs> in the background. Yeah. You can you watch watch an epic film and you'll be inspired. I'm lonely. I'll tell you that. For free. <laughs> green screen. I, I wish I had a green screen. To be fair, mm. I'd fool my mum. I think I think I'd use it to fool my mum a lot. Tell her I was in certain places because she'd believe it. Because my mum is the type of p- woman that sends. <clears throat> Me, the she's the type of mum, should I say, that sends those uh, chain messages, the chain letters, the oh, WhatsApp okay. chain letters. You know, yeah, yeah, this yeah, girl yeah. died because she because she, she ate. didn't pass this on. <laughs> or no, no, you get weird ones like um, 
don't eat don't eat cheese from Sainsbury's. Uh, this oh, girl this girl turned into like a raw cabbage because uh, <laughs> her skin turned into raw cabbage. That did happen. Send this on to ten people and yeah, please be vigilant. That, what do you mean be vigilant? <laughs> See, my mum's the opposite. Like it will be something that definitely happened, and they be like video footage. She'd be like, no, it's not real. <laughs> I'm like, Joe, it's happening she knows, now. She knows you've got a green screen. That's yeah, why. <laughs> you could maybe like you wake up one day, you got to be somewhere. You're like, you know what? I'm tired. You know, like I don't want to go to this place. Green screen yourself like in a doctor's surgery or yeah. something and you're looking a bit peaky That's what I'm get out of everything use it to your advantage bro Do, use yeah. it for everyday get outs mm. rather than I've, being epic I've just been using it to send creative and artistic nudes to people okay. <laughs> so for good use yeah, yeah. you yeah, could yeah, green screen yourself going to visit a sick relative in a hospital that doesn't even exist but to get out of something oh, I don't know why I'm thinking I needed to get out of things yeah, why, like, why, are you like, why, why are all you so sadistic like, oh yeah the hospital dead relatives dead. <laughs> you could be like sitting by Abraham Lincoln's bed after he got shot <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah my, uh, my my granddad's in a bit of a bad way right now you know what I mean <laughs> I've got the same shaped head as Abraham Lincoln have you yeah. I, mean, I think you actually if you had a beard you could look a bit like old Abe <laughs> okay. I think that's his nickname. I'm just going to give him that. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to go uh, have a look in the mirror after the show and. Good person to look like. Yeah. Shout out Abe. Well, I don't... I'd like to pull up a photo of you and Abe Lincoln together. We don't look anything alike. You've got, I think you've got a similar. You've got a similar bone structure. I think. And we've got both got that like cooled out chin. Oh. Yes. At the end. Yes. Exactly. That yes. Reese could be Abe. Oh, Abe I do look more like photo him than I thought. Screen. But I've got more hair. But then he has about 50 years on me there, so... Yeah, and he's dead, so he's, he's probably got no dead. hair right now. Have you looked into your family history? Maybe he's going to... Who do you think you are? All Abraham Lincoln's descendants are actually... that there is There's no one left. Oh. I can actually confirm that. There's actually Except no one we, left from Abraham one. Lincoln's Did your mum tell you that? Or is no, oh, this is funny, because you know me, I'm a big, like... Abe Lincoln fan. I, I am a big Abe Lincoln <laughs> Huge fan. Huge, diehard yep. Abe Lincoln yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. In the fan <laughs> club. <laughs> no, I, um... Uh... I got him to sign a selfie of us at the Lincoln Memorial. No, oh, I, <laughs> no, I um, I was I I was watching Lincoln the other day, the Daniel Day mm. Lewis film, and I just thought, oh, I wonder if Abraham Lincoln has any relatives. I, I, don't, I don't know why. There, there was a scene because um, who plays his son? Ed Norton. Okay, yeah. Plays his son in um, one of his sons in the film. So I just naturally thought, I wonder if he has any <laughs> descendants left, and he actually hasn't. The the last known descendant of Abraham Lincoln died. In I think the seventies, maybe I could be wrong. Do you think if there was any uh, porn related to Lincoln, it'd be like the porn star be Abraham Lincoln? Oh, wow, that's quite nice. A good name, yeah, isn't or it? just it's Abraham cool. Lincoln. Yeah, just Lincoln, yeah. Lincoln Tings, blood. Yeah. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Tings. Yeah, wait a minute, that's an idea. Yeah. <laughs> Reese Green Screen, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to go to the porn industry. As <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Tings. <laughs> yeah, Abraham Lincoln Tings. <laughs> Good name, actually. If that's not trademarked, yeah, it should be. 100%. Abraham Lincoln oh, Beckwith. Oh, the family line is believed to have been extinct since its last undisputed descendant, Robert Todd Lincoln Beckwith. He decided, died on December 24th, Christmas Eve. <coughs> sad. 1985 oh, without any it. children. I oh, like sad. the name Robert Todd. Bobby Todd. Bobby Todd. It's got a good ring to it. Hmm. Anyway, should we get into a rhythm? Yeah, let's. Rest in peace, Storming, one time. Absolute fucking legend, man. Rest in peace. So glad I got to, like, become acquainted with the legend. Um, so glad I got to tell him how I felt about his music, his influence on me. Massive, massive, massive loss to, to British music, Storming. Uh, and that was Pull It featuring Merkston. Um, 
Yeah, man. Fuck cancer, man. Yeah, one million percent. People's champ. Do you know what? Jokiest guy as well. So nice until the <coughs> just yeah. So nice. So funny. Um. Yeah. All round good guy. Yeah. And he never. There was never a day when he had cancer did he ever complain about it on yeah. to, to the people it's you know true. what I mean he, he fought right into the end absolutely. he was strong and absolutely rest in peace storming yeah man carried on carried on doing fucking drum and bass raves do you yeah. know what I mean my man it's not like he was doing like acoustic music do you know what I mean my man was doing drum and bass raves yeah until the very end man absolute champion shout out storming rest in peace um let's um Let's talk about... Well, we've got more stories in relation to Loads. National Bun Day. Yeah. Um, uh, one of them is, uh, a farting passenger forces a plane to make an emergency landing. A fight broke out because the unnamed man couldn't stop passing gas. Oh. It was a flight from Dubai to Amsterdam, and it had to make an emergency landing in Vienna after a fight broke out because one of the passengers wouldn't stop breaking wind. You can't... I mean, OK, you, you can't always <clears throat> stop yourself, can you? Like... Go for a poo, man. You're a big fucking. Yeah. You're big age getting flights and shit. If you go, if you need a poo, go for a poo. You know yeah. what I mean? Doesn't mean does it? He needs to go for a poo. He's yeah, just farting a lot. Well, go in the toilet anyway. Yeah, yeah do you know what I mean? Away from the seat. Yeah. Well, okay, cool. I don't want to be sniffing up your poo particles, and if you know they're stinking as well, and you're persistently letting them out on mm. a flight, you'll catch these hands. And Dubai yeah. and Amsterdam. That I'm pretty sure that's quite a long fucking that's like distance. Eight hours or something. Well, maybe just fancy the trip to Vienna. <laughs> you know them ones. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at the. You know the little schedule that you get on. On the, on the screen, you're like, yeah, all right. Or maybe his thoughts were just powering the plane. As soon as that guy put it on him and he stopped, it just had to land. <laughs> when, when he was doing his, um, you know, they do your meal requirements. Yeah, yeah. Brussels sprouts. Yeah. yeah. Just Brussels That's sprouts, please. Hold Vegan. The chicken. Don't want that. <laughs> According to Fox News, the oh. fart induced fight happened on February 11th aboard Transavia. Transa- yeah, Transavia. Airlines, uh, a Transavia Airlines flight, when two men sitting next to an apparently very <laughs> flatulent man raised a stink about his repeated gas attacks. When the alleged perpetrator didn't stop, perpetrator, they should have said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. His disgusted seatmates reportedly complained to the airline crew, who apparently did nothing. I wouldn't go near him, to be fair. I'd be like, that's your fucking problem. Yeah, but if, you know what? He's probably on the aisle seat, and you're wedged up against the window, and you're t- fully trapped. I'd be in trying the to fart. open that motherfucking window. <laughs> Now, where's the fucking handle on this thing? Wind down the window. <laughs> that would be me, honestly. <laughs> um, two, two women sitting in the same row as the angry men were also forced off the plane. All four people reportedly shared Dutch and Moroccan ancestry. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Cheers for that. Yeah, that's relevant. Cheers. Yeah, that's nice, good to know. <laughs> oh, right, okay. This, this is why that's relevant. But the two women claimed that they were simply sitting in the same row as the men involved with the in- incident. The women are now taking the Dutch budget airline to court. Oh, you're flying to court, are you? <laughs> <laughs> we had nothing to do with the whole disturbance. Uh, we distance ourselves from that. Do they sometimes think that all Moroccans cause problems? That's why we do not let, let it sit. We had no idea who those boys were. We just had the bad luck to be in the same row and we didn't do anything. None of the passengers kicked off the plane were arrested because they had not broken any Austrian laws. However, they have been banned from flying Transavia Airlines in the future. Right, so in Austria, you can catch a bang if you keep fighting. <laughs> you could hold this one punch here. Yeah, it seems a bit... Okay, me, 
I don't know what he the guy I presume he's eating something to make him like chronically farts like that mm. but <clears throat> is it excessive to kick him off the plane though mm. yeah. yeah no no yeah. it's not excessive yeah because it is um what is it it's like you know when someone has BO and yeah. it's, you can actually do something about it because it's yeah um, true What's the word? Well, it's a body odor. You just put deodorant on. Yeah, but it's offensive. It's um, there is a word for it, and if in in an office, if someone does smell, you can tell them, and they can say. Well, it's a sensory kind of. You you don't want that smell. Yeah, but but it's the same with. So the thing is, that that, for me that would make it non-excessive because. Actually, no, you, you got you. Well, I've kept him farts for like a whole fucking day. Yeah, and yeah, and the other thing is, yeah. Someone, if you fart regardless, that's going into the air. Someone's going to breathe it in. You wouldn't sneeze with your hands uncovered that many times. Mm. You know what I mean? And if you did, you'd expect to hold a bang. So you don't think it was excessive? You mean? No, I do think it was excessive. To kick him off. To kick him off. Oh no! Sorry, no, no. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, them fighting him. I don't think it was excessive. Oh right. So, but he's not going to be able to fight because he's got so much gas to let out. He's not going to be able to put up a good fight, is he? Do you know he could use it to like propel himself it's towards? Yeah, it's, it's true. true. You know it's, true. I mean? it's true. Some street fight. Could shit. be a weapon. Mm. <laughs> could be a. He could be a skunk. Well, yeah. I just. I feel a bit sorry for him in a way. Why? Because he. Well, he didn't get on the flight. Game. I'm going to fart all the way I, to Vienna. Free trip to Vienna. Okay, okay, free trip yeah. to Vienna. Don't right. feel sorry for him. You're not in Vienna right now. That's if, true. If I came in here, yeah, and just kept farting, and just kept yeah, farting, and that. just kept farting. That's true. <laughs> You're telling me to neither of you two would put it on me. It'd be, it'd be one fart with me, mate. I've got a very, 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 very short. Um, I've got very little patience for for farters. You get one chance. My my Addison Lee driver yesterday farted and opened the window, and he thought I didn't smell it. I smelt that shit. It was disgusting. Yo, I hate it when. Like you're on a in a taxi or something, or there's a few of you and someone farts and yeah. no one admits to it. It stings. It could be you. Then <laughs> yeah, legit, yeah. I, I hope everyone doesn't think that's me. Honestly, if you, uh, it stuck so bad in this Addison that I nearly hijacked the vehicle. <laughs> I nearly kicked him out of his own whip and just nearly drove myself home. <laughs> you don't deserve this car. <laughs> you but- you know, there's a thing of like if you try to suppress it, but it comes out like open a silent fart, but the open fart open where you're just farts. if you just yes, came Reece. in here and sat there just openly farting, I'd be like, can you just get out of the studio? Please? Yeah, for but real. If you did a silent, like if you were trying to hold it in, but it came out, I wouldn't um, judge you. As yeah, much. but if I kept doing it and you're yeah. like, look, you know that you have yeah. wind, mm. either go for a poo like a big boy, you know what I mean, <laughs> or get out of the studio full stop. Mm. Mm. Think of a plane as well. Is yeah, that thing wrapped in a metal yeah. tube. D- so. um when they open the door on a aeroplane, imagine twelve hours hmm. or whatever of farts and breath and people sleeping, so all that sweaty smell and shit like hmm. that. As soon as that those doors open on an aeroplane in Vienna, Vienna's like I don't know their carbon footprint or whatever their Fancy pollution Vienna. levels must have gone up as soon as that plane. <laughs> They're very clean country. Hmm. Well, you probably taste it in the air. Like I was walking down Caledonian Road today, and someone had dropped a tub of full cream on the floor, mm. and it obviously it somehow it had gone like putrid, it mm. rotted or whatever. And because of the wind, the the wind was literally. I was thinking, what the fuck is that smell? For about twenty, thirty yards, and it was only when I got near it that I realised that the wind was carrying it. Okay, so but when you're say when you're going out with somebody, how <coughs> at what point is it acceptable for you to fart around them or for them to fart around you? No, never. from the get go. Never, never, never. From the get go. You, you, you think it's acceptable to fart? Yeah, from the start. You better the first get in early. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just so you, it's no you, surprise that no one's disgusted. Your opinion literally changes like the wind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's the thing. That what I'm saying is, do you know if it was just like 
we were in my living room or whatever yeah. and we're just jamming and you farted I'm not gonna be like you're a disgusting creature but you get outside you go for a poo you'd think it You'd no. hate me for a second because I would hate you for a second if I smelt your fart. <laughs> I would. I'm, that, that's yeah, just my I, I would hate you for a second. I'd hate you for yeah. as long as I could smell your I, fart. If I could smell your fart, then I'd be... But I don't know if it's just like a passive gas, it didn't stink or whatever. If I'd, I hear it, I'm holding my fucking breath. Yeah, I'll, I'll put and my And then I'm hating you even more because you've made me have to hold my breath. Uh, is if it, also... You've thrown me off. This doesn't even make sense anymore. It's just what not I'm fair to fart is, around people. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, you're right. It's not. But if uh, if I'm in a relationship and I'm with these, uh, sleeping in bed next to them, you mm. know what I mean. We're ne- together all day, every day. You're gonna have to fart. You know what I mean. Nah. If there's no if there's no opportunity for you to go out the room or whatever, to yeah. not fighting around my girl. But maybe not in the night, maybe when I'm not you're doing asleep. That to her. <laughs> <laughs> I respect you too much. <laughs> You will have done that's it. That's borderline domestic abuse. No, no, if I fart next to my guy, that's borderline domestic abuse. No, but you would have done it during the night. I promise you, one would have come out when you were asleep. Maybe, but then, that's you it. know, that's, that's, between, that's between my bum hole and whoever's, like, intruding in the yard at that time. Do you, do you know hate I mean? sneezing as well? If oh, someone sneezes around you? Because that's equally I hate Jeremy. when people sneeze around I don't, or me cough without covering their thing. I'll tell a stranger, come on, yeah. bro. Or ma'am. <laughs> Come on, mom. Come on, mom. <laughs> Stop it with the sneeze. Isn't it that thing where you have to, if you can't have your eyes open when you sneeze, or she like break your neck or something? You heard your that? eyeballs would pop out. That's it. And if you the have. power at which you sneeze at like 100 miles an hour. How many sneezes is it supposedly, but it gives you an orgasm as well? Have you ever heard that? Really? If you have like so many in a row, it's supposed to make you have an orgasm. Yeah, like 37 okay. sneezes. That's, that's that's just right? a, yeah. Or nine sneezing. If you sneeze like nine times, it's like an who, orgasm. Who worked that? No I don't one. Know. The same people who said, oh, anal sex makes you live longer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sperm, sperm's good for a sore throat. Yeah, yeah. There's people that are pushing their own agendas, in it? Their own tastes. Rebecca, in a minute. Apparently, it's 10 sneezes equals orgasm. Really? So, uh, so someone had a sneezing fit and just nutted in their pants, and then, and then they told everyone. Yeah. Well, that's cheaper than watching porn, I suppose, if you want to just do a 10 sneeze. Just walk into a dusty room. If you're, if you're single, just run into a dusty room. Just pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Pepper in your eye, pepper grind. Pe- just, just crush pepper and just, just, just banging lines of pepper. Yeah, just slapping tables full of pepper, <laughs> just making sure it all just is all around the room. It's like, yeah, fuck, fuck being in a relationship. <laughs> Still get mine. And then well, you only come out with well, nine sne- sneezes. But the thing is, sneezing's pain and orgasms are pain. So yeah. both together. Are you like sneezing? Yeah. All right, okay. If 10 sneezes is an orgasm, say if you do 10 sneezes while you're having an orgasm, what the fuck is that? Oh my god, your testicles explode, or maybe they shoot back up inside you, I don't know. Or maybe you find out the meaning of life. Because what is above an orgasm? Because an orgasm for me is such such an incomparable feeling to anyone. There is nothing like an orgasm, right? Mm -hmm. So if 10 sneezes equals an orgasm, if you're doing 10 sneezes while you're having an orgasm, you must find that Bro, the meaning you, of life. You change over like you, you fuck up with time space continuum. You yeah, different dimensions. You're just gender fluid. All of a yeah, sudden, yeah, you're yeah. just like you're just a being. You're just you. you I don't you know. Nothing. Salt, you sw- you yeah, you're nothing. You're nothing. Everything at the same time. Yeah. With the person yeah. that you're having sex with, you trade like Freaky Friday. You trade like body out of body experience oh, into yeah, the other maybe, person. Yeah. And then you've got to do it again <clears> to trade it back. Sex and dusty rooms from now on, boy. Or your dick falls off, so you're well, really going to risk it. Maybe, yeah, maybe you go too far into the good bits. And you, just, you know, too far, too far west co- is east. You've completed your penis. You don't need it anymore. Do you know what I mean? Well. You unlocked it all. No. God's like, give me my dick back. Well, these are questions you can ask Rebecca Singer. So let's go to a song and then we'll go and have a chat with yeah, Rebecca oh all yeah, about yeah. this. Well excited about that.
That's Buff Daddy by Jay Huss. The Dre Skull remix, in fact, featuring Pop Khan. Absolute legend. Yeah, man, <clears throat> both of them. Yeah, man. Big, big boy tune. Dre, um, Jay Huss has had an exceptional year. Um, let's get into our only guest uh, of, of the day. Right on 502, you know what I mean? We yep. do things properly around here. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the great British sexpert and author of 101 Sex Tips, Rebecca Dankin, on the line. How you doing, Rebecca? I'm fine, Dankin, actually. Dankin. Sorry? Oh, is it Dankin? Dankin, not Dankin. Oh, Dankin. Yeah. Oh, I'm so I'm sorry. Honored. That's okay. I'm honoured to be your only guest. Okay, I thought you were going to say you wanted to be called Dankin, because <laughs> Dank means something <laughs> very, very... Dankishan. Yes, Dankishan. There's Dankishan, but then there's Dank, which is very potent marijuana. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is um, oh, right. I, yeah. I'm not up on the. I'm not down with the kids anymore and the marijuana. Are, are you not? <laughs> <laughs> you've been you've been focusing your efforts on um, being a sex spurt rather than a weed spurt, which doesn't That's have the true. same ring to it. Seed spurt. Seed spurt. There we go. Um, so how, how, it sounds like it. So no, I'm not going to say what it sounds like. Oh, you can say what you like. We're literally know, about I to did. talk about anal me- sex, so <laughs> I don't I know, think there are very yeah. many boundaries right now. So where? I mean, where do we go from here? Well, I want to <coughs> know how did you how did you get into um, how how did you when did you realise you wanted to become uh, an all knowing authority on sex? Um, well, I've been in the sex industry for over 20 years, mm-hmm. and I've spent 10 years of that working as an escort, so had a lot of sex. Yeah. <laughs> and, it was, and This is hands-on experience. I haven't been to college or university and got a sex expert medal. I've not just plucked out the air and decided I'm going to be a sex expert. If you're on the um, front line. It's just... I am actually a dare hands-on yeah. experience. Fair play. Been there, done it, got the t-shirt. Fair play. And and as an escort, so was it sort of um sort of high class dates and stuff that you were that you were kind of going? Yeah, with? yeah. We got we got to travel the world, went all over the place, and specialised in offering the girlfriend experience. So people would hire me as a girlfriend for a few days yeah. away and things like that. So it was yeah, it's quite an exciting experience. But uh, yeah, all that's behind me now. And I thought, what do I do next? What do I know about? So, so there so, we go. So what I want to know about um, specifically is anal sex, because last week we... You talked about just, it a lot. It just kept it propping up, and now mm. I think that I'm going to have to either partake in anal sex, be it giving or receiving. <laughs> um, yeah. Not, not, uh, as, a, as a straight man, it might have to be like pegging, I think. I'm not sure if I'm looking forward to I was so. going to... I was going to touch on pegging What's with pegging? you guys, so you beat me to it. Now, can you tell me what it is, Rebecca? So, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's basically when <laughs> a, um, a woman has a, a straight man um, has uh, anal sex with uh, a woman, and she's got a strap on, oh, yeah. and she penetrates with it with the strap on. That's called pegging. Uh-huh. Well, that sounds nice. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, let's not throw the word nice around um, when it comes to sticking <laughs> things at my bum just yet, <laughs> because I'll be the judge of that. Um, what, what's the best way to um, to introduce anal into, like, your everyday sex routine? Is it like maybe you start off in missionary and then just give them the wink and then go for it? Or, <laughs> you know, do you have to lube up or do you just take a run-up and jump in dry? I don't know. I've never... 
I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a well, novice. Don't whatever you do, jump and drive. <laughs> so are we talking now you're giving anal sex or you're receiving? Either. Yeah, let's, no, let's, 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 let's start with the basics. Let's imagine Reese wants to give anal sex. And I know my girlfriend's listening as well, so okay. this can, so, you know, she can take okay. some notes So like we should talk more about pegging well, as well for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna give, you've got to receive. Exactly. Exactly. Fair's fair. Hmm. Um, I don't mind a finger, all, but... I've got to have to ask you, have you got a big willy? Um, <coughs> Think carefully if you want to have anal sex with your, with your girlfriend. Right, dimensions are important. Size matters. I'm going to be honest, it's in proportion with my body, let's just say that. <laughs> well, I can't see your body, he's so tall. I don't know what that he's, means. He's like six foot tall, so... Six, six four. Six four. So, he's, so you're saying you've got a long, thick penis? Well, you said it. That's <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. If you're going to have anal sex, especially as a woman and you're receiving it, you're receiving it for the first time, this is where smaller willies and medium-sized willies are really, really good. Mm. If you have got a big willy, it can be really, really scary mm. for a woman to have anal sex. Obviously, you have to, you have to be really, really turned on. Make sure you give her an orgasm first would be my advice. But definitely don't just pop it in without so in agreeing it beforehand. What's but it these? takes a lot... A build-up, so you want loads and loads of lube. Mm. It's not something you're not going to just decide. Right, we're going to have anal sex, and you're going to just shove it right in there, and there off you go. It's going to be something that you'll have to, especially if you are large, you're going to have to work up to it uh, and have a lot of patience and just go very, very slowly. And it might be that you just get a, like a millimeter at a time, and it's something you work out over a few months. Um, it's not something that you just go in and go, okay, we've decided to have anal sex. Here's the lube, stick it in. Would you suggest maybe work like that? Would you suggest maybe penciling millimeter uh, measurements onto your <laughs> penis before <laughs> yeah. starting, so you know that you're going away. exactly a millimeter at a time? Uh, <laughs> I want to know. No, what, uh, but, what what are Go these um, orgasms you're about giving? What are they? How do I get one of them? Where ten, do I give them? We worked it out. Ten sneezes. Oh, uh, yeah. Ten sneezes work. Before anal sex. Ten what? Ten sneezes. Ten sneezes is basically, apparently, if you have a sneezing fit, uh, ten sneezes will uh, equate to an, an orgasm. So before anal sex... That's not true. It's not oh, true. That's not okay, true. Cool. I right. sneeze quite a lot, and I've never, <laughs> it's never felt like an orgasm. Ten in like a row, though, Rebecca. I wish it would, though. I mean, mm. that would be... That would be pretty good. Life would be so easy. Um, yeah, you'd be wanting to have a cold all the time, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, no, it's not. It's, it's not quite. It's not quite like that. No, you give her an orgasm first. It's all about foreplay, foreplay, foreplay. So make her really, really relaxed. You, she's your girlfriend. You know what turns her on. So whether it's oral sex or whatever, or may, maybe you're a dabbed hand at nipple orgasms. I don't know. Um, but give her an orgasm of sorts. And then she she's going to be more uh, loosened up and more and more relaxed and more willing to to try something like that. So let me get this straight. So what you do? You sneeze on him ten times and then <laughs> <laughs> draw on your willy, draw on your willy, and then you're ready to go. Nothing, <laughs> I think make some notes. Well, I didn't mention the sneezes, did I? <laughs> you ask your girl, you ask your girlfriend that one if she'd rather sneeze ten times or have an orgasm, and let me know what she says. I think even I know the answer to that one, well, Reese. After you yeah. do it the first time. The second time or third time that you do it, does it become uh, easier to to receive the penis into your bottom? Yes, <laughs> it does become easier. However, you still have to put the foreplay in, right. the working, there has to be loads of lube, and you have to be relaxed. 
there's no point, you know, if you if you can feel that she's clenching or she's uncomfortable and you're trying to push it in, it's going to bloody hurt. Right. So, you know, it, it's you, you've got to be relaxed. It's something that the the woman has to be in complete control of and just not be afraid to sort of say, not feel obliged really, oh I've agreed to do this now mm. so I'm going to have to just put See up it with through. it but just to sort of, but just to, to be communicative about it and just say you know, actually that's enough for now or you know, let's just try it a little bit or that's a bit uncomfortable and, and just to be, yeah, communicate about it and, and just, let's say for the guy, just to be mega, mega patient mm. with, with her um, as I say, it, it, it is something that, that if you've got a small willy, a medium willy, that it, it, it's great for people beginning out with oral sex. But a bigger willies, a lot of the time, are not really the best thing for, for anal sex. So my, my, my other thing is, I this is a true story now, I actually went to buy lube uh, recently and I went into co-op. Mm-hmm. Right, just uh, my local co-op to get a tub of lube, as you do. Mm-hmm. Um, tub of lube? And that, you tell you I bought it before. <laughs> buys a tub of lube. Like a tub of of bucket, gel, bucket of it. You know, when I said I was big, I meant fucking massive. <laughs> no, um, so I went to... I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, so I went to buy, um, I went to buy a, a carton of lube. <laughs> right. Uh, like a milk carton of A tube of lube. A tube of lube, there we go. Yeah, tube. All right, so anyway, and all of like... Um, you know the, your, your condoms, your lube, and everything. They, they were behind a bag that someone that was full of rubbish. Some guy behind the counter had put a bag in front of it. So I've gone up to pay, uh, or gone up to ask for the lube. And as I have, a queue has formed behind me, and everyone's really <laughs> close to me. So I'm saying to the guy behind the ca- uh, behind the register, I'm saying, "Oh, um, just behind that bag." He's going, "No, mate, there's nothing in the bag." And I'm saying, "No, no, no, like behind the bag." It's, it's just a bag of rubbish. And I was like, "No, behind the bag." He was like, "There's nothing there. It's just condoms and stuff." And then he went, "Oh, is that what you wanted?" To a whole queue of people. So I had to leave empty-handed. What can you suggest? Where would you suggest getting lube is from, and how can you oh, help me improve my say- confidence buying it? Obviously, I was going to say come and buy it directly from me because I've done the best own? lube. Do you? Where would no, you get I it? I don't make my own, but, oh. but I do. I do sell it, and I sell quite a lot of my social media actually. So, if people want to avoid the embarrassment, they can buy it directly from me. Fair However, play. you shouldn't be you shouldn't be embarrassed. You know, I go in there. So what? You're having some sex. Most yeah. people mm. will in That's the in jealous. the queue will probably be jealous. Mm. that you're getting it and they're not so you know it's it don't be embarrassed about it but if you are yeah come directly to me because i saw the best lubes id lube there you go shout out the plug where do we yeah. go yeah tell and us where to go and I, c- I could actually get some yeah, of you because you're in nottingham on the 2nd of march aren't you giving a, a pro job master class teaching women i live in how to nottingham the... oh do you i'm a nottingham, I'm a nottingham gal i'm a nottingham i'm a nottingham guy oh get your girlfriends come to the class uh, I don't think she'll be happy to say, oh, there's a blowjob class on, you need that, come on. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many how many uh, blokes get their, their girlfriends and wives these to my blokes, classes. Because every time the they talk. come, they're like, has she got any more classes going? Get on them, get bumped on them. Where can we find um, out some more information about where to buy the lube and about your masterclass? Give us your, uh, tell okay. us your website and your socials. So you... Yeah, you can, um, the, the great sexpert.co.uk, so you can buy lube directly from me there. I can also send samples out, but I'm all, all social media, I sell that a lot through Snapchat, actually. So GB Sexpert on Twitter, um, 
Snapchat and Instagram. So if anybody, say if they want samples of condoms and lubes, I can send them out. But I also sell them and they're the best award-winning quality mm. Award-winning, wow. eh? So what? there you go. Who judges this competition? <laughs> Get me involved. Which competition? The, the lube oh, the competition. Lube. Yeah. What, what, what the Erotic the... Trade Show Awards. Oh. They win the awards every year for the best for the best lube um, lubrication. What, what are the criteria? Uh, <laughs> it's got to be silky smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to last. It's got to be you know not like gone are the days of the KY jelly. Yeah. It's got to be non-sticky. A lot right. of it can be quite sticky. So it's got to be smooth, silky, and it's got to last. Okay. Oh, okay. And what makes it better um, than good old-fashioned spit? No, <laughs> uh, because... No! All right. Good question. Good question. Ugh. Because, number one, lube, you've got an endless supply of it. You have not got an endless supply of spit. If you've been out drinking and you've, you're going to have dry mouth, not True. nice. Or bunnings. Um, Dank. So it's, you can do so much more with lube anyway. So you've got, like, tit wanks. You can do bum cheek wanks. You can do <laughs> Sorry, all sorts what? of Is exciting that a tit wank, but with bum cheeks? What? A bum cheek wank. Get me involved on one of these. I'm learning stuff. This is the best thing. I want to know. So a bum bum wank is like when you just put your penis in between the bum cheeks yeah. between the cheeks that sounds oh. like yeah. a bit of me that does as well okay. yeah okay. and then you've got then you've got thigh sex elbow sex arm <laughs> your what elbow sex uh, any oh. any anywhere you can penetrate with yeah sticking a bit of lube down there you can have some great fun I feel like you're going to be penetrating every little crease now and every yeah. every, every nook and cranny or every nook and fanny but yes the lube is like it's the number one thing I teach it in my pro job classes when I'm uh, teaching women about blowjobs it's the perfect blowjob is you you have to have lube because you use it as well as your own spit oh. so the spit will elongate the lube but it's all about keeping that that uh, yeah, the wetter the better. Fair. So for me, it's an essential part of kits. Not a lot of people still don't use it because they think, oh well, I don't have a problem down there, or I'm not dry, so I don't need lube. Mm. There's so much fun to be had by lube. If you're not using lube, then you're missing out. Yeah, and it's if you've got, got loads of it, lube. you could set it up in the garden and do that little uh, what's that? slide. Yeah, slip and slide. Is that quote on the bottle <laughs> of, the, what's of that? the lube? What, what quote? What's the quote? What you, what you just said about if you're not what? using lube, you're not doing it right, or whatever it was. The wetter the better. No, it's not. Ooh, the wetter the better. That should be a good, the be wetter, a good the slogan. Better, it's not, but it would be a good slogan. Get that on the bottle. Yeah, it would be. That we have like flavours like pina colada and bubblegum, so they're quite quite nice. You know, you can just put them over a little bit of ice and, you know, sip them as That's a... That's quite nice. Or sh- have them as a shot. Fair play. Wow. Lube <laughs> shots. A pina colada. Oh, there you go. Also, another great one for yeah. anal sex. If you're if you're doing anal sex or you're doing rimming, so the tog around the anus, then if you if you even if your partner's freshly clean, but you're still a bit like, oh, I don't really want to go near it because it might smell a bit still, mm. then you can put some flavoured lube down. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. So and you can just imagine that you're sipping a cocktail when you're when you're licking an anus from someone's ass kind of similar <laughs> doing shots kind from the similar. ass well yes, you... shots from the ass <laughs> <laughs> does it always yeah. is there a point where anal sex will, will not be painful or is it always um, hurt a little bit if you're relaxed if you're 100% relaxed then it will not be pa- it will not be painful the reason the pain is because people uh, 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 un- not on purpose but they clench <clears> because <throat> it is a bit <clears throat> like ooh 
so yeah, there's a it, the more you get used to it and the more you relax, then the more you find it enjoyable. Obviously, for men, we haven't talked about pegging yet. I'm no. dying to talk about this Please. because I've broken in all of my boyfriends in that anal department. Balls. So, <laughs> which part of Nottingham are you from? <laughs> so, you can, so you can avoid it. <laughs> I don't get around just pegging random men. It sounds like bullwall. It sounds like bullwall talk to me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not bullwall. Um, but no, what it is is because the men have got the prostate glands up in inside their ass. That's when that's stimulated and when that's massaged, they have a prostate orgasm, which is a very, very intense amazing orgasm so people who are avoiding any uh, <coughs> receiving any anal sex as a guy they're massively missing out on what the best orgasm they can possibly have what, but you've got to get your mind around it and just get again it's got to be a relaxation some mm. guys have this thing oh no it means i'm gay i mean like, no it doesn't mean you're gay if you like things up your ass if it's a woman doing it you're in a straight relationship you are not a gay man um it's not about that um, it can also be stimulated from the outside, so your perineum, that will stimulate, externally stimulate your prostate and help with the, with the orgasm. But your best bet is get straight on in there, hit the spot. Um, so starting with a finger and then moving swiftly onto vibrators over time. A little one, still though. Be, a little vibrator, would you say? <clears throat> like a bullet. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't want to put a bullet up there because um, they can get a bit lost if you mm. let go on them. They'll, they'll oh, just what about those balls, ass. Rebecca? You know, there's those love balls. Love you can put up. Love egg. Oh, no, there's the balls, yeah. the, the string on the no, string. No, the, the anal beads. beads. Bum beads, that's the it, anal yeah. beads. Anal beads, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can use, you can use anal beads. Um, but, yeah, it, it, uh, <clears> vibrators. I always think with guys, if you, if you bring out a big, like, vibrator that's for men, they're going to shit themselves so what you do is you have your own vibrator mm. you know use it on you and then sneak it in them afterwards you see and they're not suspecting it <laughs> okay, okay so <clears throat> no i'm only joking don't do that at home people so, but no you, you can tease them in the outside area and then normally you get them begging for it and they want you to put begging it, for put a pegging <laughs> begging <laughs> for a pegging i love that it's the new one to cruising for that. a bruising there's cruising for a bruising yeah, begging yeah, for begging a pegging for <laughs> please peg me please so you're <laughs> So you say it's my the first time you're gonna do some pegging. You've already you've had the thing. You've done the pokey bum wank, right? Fingers, <laughs> <coughs> fingers already fingers already gone up there. You're moving on to the next stage now. I've seen in uh, certain videos online of um, prolapsed anuses. How do you try, how do you avoid that if you're going to become a regular anal sexer? How do you avoid? How do you, how do you avoid injury? Because in some of these videos I've well, seen, it can look like loose. it goes a lot wrong. It can look What's like loose? it can go wrong a lot. Sorry. With anal sex, how loose. often does it cause a prolapse? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I've never done uh, it, Natalie. Rebecca, However, no, I'm just quoting on videos I've seen Rebecca, from Pornhub. Rebecca will know. She's the sex expert. Rebecca, how often does this right. happen with a prolapse? That was my question. <laughs> that, that, that would be a question for the doctors. Yeah. My <clears> advice <throat> would be that you use lots and lots of lube and you relax, so you don't penetrate unless somebody is relaxed. So that would, those would be the things that would minimise any um, damage inside because you, you've got to be careful because you can get anal tears and things like that. Also, um, yes, yeah, so it's, it's basically lots and lots of lube and complete relaxation. 
take your time, go super, super slow. Um, and yeah, you would start with the finger and then you'd go say small vibrator and then you could go big vibrator and you would go. Pegging is, is actually quite difficult to do as well as a woman because you, you've got this penis attached to you that's not attached to you, if that makes sense. Yeah. So actually, it's, easy, it's a lot harder than it looks, pegging. Um, so my advice would be if you're starting out with it just to try with vibrators obviously make sure that you're um, disinfecting them making them super super clean you're saying it's hard back there for a woman having this whole new penis experience you try getting it stuck up your bum for the first time and not being <laughs> at the other end I imagine that's just as hard yeah of course of course <laughs> it is of course it is but I just think there's a lot of sometimes you hear stories of guys like trying to pressurise their girlfriend for oral sex uh, sorry anal sex and then when you sort of flip it and they go well have you will you let her give you anal sex and they're like oh no 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 so i think you've got to be open to you know and i think it's good to know what it what it feels like if it's something that you want to do because it might actually help you go a bit slower and be a bit more patient if you know what it feels like mm. but we walk slower you mean <laughs> after the first time anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is true. <laughs> right, Rebecca, thank you very much for your expertise on anal sex. We've, I feel very enlightened. So do I. Now, a little bit scared, but also <laughs> very enlightened. And go to co-op and buy that lube, even if buy the last shelter. Even if you buy don't the need lube. it. Even uh, if you don't need it, bruv. Or, but buy Rebecca's no, lube. Don't go better. to co-op buy and Rebecca's. buy that lube. Buy it from me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pina colada flavour. If you mm. want to do that, like you say, you can visit Rebecca's Pro Job Masterclass. Pro Job Blowjob Masterclass. Mm -hmm. uh, Pro Job Blowjob Masterclass, yeah. Uh, that's on the 2nd of March in Nottingham, so make sure you yeah. hit her up on the socials. Once again, Rebecca, thank you, thank you very much, and um, yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Rebecca Deacon, Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. <laughs> See you later. Bye. A Stone Cold Sober featuring Example, Bruiser, D-double-E and Da Vinci by the legend Jammer. Mm, and before that, it was Durant Jones and the Indications with his new song, Smile, their new song. And yeah. I just discovered him, but he's amazing. American singer yeah, coming yeah. to the UK in May. Okay. Really good. Very cool. Is he playing live or yeah. is he doing sort no, of press and stuff? Up. I think he's doing press to come home to do some gigs as well. Do you know where he's playing yet? No, but I will find out. I'm going to hazard a guess at the Jazz Cafe. Don't know yeah, why. Yeah, it could be. That's my guess. I will check that out. And Thank see. you very much. Get us on that guest list. Yeah, it's no. good. It reminds me a bit, you know, I'm loving my Curtis Harding. Yeah. Okay, like, sort of in that sort of style. I'm very into that at the moment. Mm. Yes. Um, there's some very good music coming out um, yeah. at the moment, and we're pretty much playing all of all it. Of so it, listen yes. to Fubar and don't listen to anyone else because everyone else is playing shit music. <laughs> um, let's talk about Argentina's sexiest weather girl Please. insuring her famous bum for a whopping £72,000 to protect it from all risks. I think I know exactly who this woman is as Do well. Do you? What, have you met her? I've, no, I've seen... You've seen the bum? Videos of her, I'm pretty sure, have gone viral before. Really? Yes. Well, so, I don't know how many weather girls they have in Argentina, but she's Argentina's sexiest weather girl. Rather than the sexiest weather girl, she's Argentina's sexiest yes. weather girl. Ooh, Jesus. Big, big honour. Big market for sexy weather girls in Argentina. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Her name's Sol Perez, okay. and she's 24 years old. She's going to receive a huge payout should anything happen to her most prized asset. Uh, what would happen to an, an asset? Maybe if it got burnt. Oh, yeah. Or if... Um, Bruised. Yeah, just any damage. Yeah, that's true. Any damage okay. at all. Okay, all right. Um, 
A weather girl dubbed Arge- Argentina's sexiest has ensured her famous bum to protect it from all risks. Sol Perez ensured her taut derriere from, for £72,000 after finding a company who was willing to offer a suitable settlement for her most prized asset. The 24-year-old is a huge Latin American, med- Latin American media star and is considered the sexiest weather girl in her home country of Argentina. The blonde bombshell appears on... TYC Sports Channel and has millions of social media followers. Doubt it's anything to do with her uh, predictions. Well, she's not getting her bum out on the weather, is she? She's not, but she's obviously very curvy and, you know. Oh, okay. Men just want to leer at her. Even under wraps, not. Yeah. And who knows what she's like on Instagram? She might just be embracing it and being like, well, here's me in a bikini. She does live in Argentina after all. It's exactly, it's definitely Mm. bikini weather. Mm. She may even do the forecast in the bikini. You don't know. You don't know. Who knows? We've had some interesting weather, men. Do you remember that guy on um, Good Morning that used to jump across the maps? Oh, oh, yes, him, yeah. Yeah, why do you say that? Oh, because he's he's not. He's, uh, yeah, he's not, didn't, he won't be jumping on weather anymore after what he's done and been convicted of. Ah, yes, of course, yes, of course, yes. But yeah, he did used to do that. And then I do remember on this morning uh, when there was a streaker on it who ran onto it, onto the weather whilst he was doing it. And Mm. it was in Liverpool at that time. So it was not very nice weather either. And he's just on the the lock or whatever it is there. That was they have in Yeah, by the the docks, docks, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's cold and he's just running around a weather map. Yeah, crazy, yeah. (laughs) Um, Perez's saucy snaps often receive hundreds of, hundreds hundreds of thousands of likes and comments while her weather forecasts are said to be so popular that they make men late for work wow the models, they, why are they late? What are they doing? So I want to say that's true. <laughs> Just staring at them. <laughs> the models part behind usually take centre stage in all images. Therefore, Perez has decided to insure it against all risks. The star will receive a hefty payout should anything happen to it. Perez recently confessed that she has gained over 10 kilograms of body weight thanks to her intense fitness regime. Mm. I'm all for the body positivity and the love, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fair play to her, you know? No, you, that's fine. Look, you love your body, psh, then, and everyone else loves right. it. It's called body thing. confidence, isn't Absolutely. it? And she's got confidence. That's a lot of money to, is it, to insure a bum? Tina Turner insured her legs for a million. Did she? I'm pretty sure she did. Did somebody, was it a piano player? I don't know. I'm going to go up. Uh, somebody did their hands. Yeah, definitely I'm not surprised. insurance on the hands Of course. Well, that's your money model. maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? To, to do that. I'm insuring my kneecaps because right. at the end of the day, that's Why? where all the, the dancing comes from, you know? <laughs> it all comes from How the knees. How much do you want for your kneecaps? 15 bags each. You know, I'm not, oh, I'm, you know, not, I'm not asking too much. 30 grand in total. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's about how much I'd lose, maybe. That's how much I'd need from the amount of money that I earn just from dancing. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to lose that. That's just on the weekend, isn't it? Exactly. 30 grand on a weekend with a bit of dancing. Do you know what I mean? Reese, what part of your body would you insure? Ears. Your ears, of course. And for how much? Ears. 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 We found it. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) How much? Yeah. How much would you insure your ears for? What? (laughs) (laughs) They're not worth anything. No, these, um, I'd say three times the amount that anyone else would insure theirs for. I'd say probably three times the size of a normal human ear. Okay. So how much? And it's hard to value ears. Because it's not They're all about invaluable. the ast- it's not about the aesthetics mm. most it's of the about time. The function, yeah. So how do you value? Do you value it on what they look like or on how well they work? Because mine are pretty you, fucking yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yours, yours are prominent, and so you could value yours m- much higher than say mine because but mine only have. In fact, you only have one, one word exactly. One, one doesn't even fucking oh, work. So I'd actually be committing fraud if I insured both <laughs> my ears. <laughs> They have to, what kind of testing do they do to the ears or to her bum to go like, let me see how much it's worth. Mm, is it worth 72 grand? That's a good grand? point, like, yeah. How do, what are the rich, like, tests that well, they I do? Well, I reckon she probably came up with, this is how much I'd want. Right. And then they were like, okay, these are your premiums then. Mm. These are the options, yeah. Mm. So, okay. 
but then at some point I think I'd be tempted to go I could do with 72 grand let me just cash that in and yeah like, let me just burn my ass my <laughs> let me just sit on the fun. iron real quick yeah. <laughs> my dad wouldn't sit on a milk bottle so mm. that we know Ooh. that that can be done a glass one yeah Jesus yeah how did he do that I sat on the doorstep and the bottle was there and you didn't oh. see you just sat down Jeez. so we know that that can be done yeah and you can damage your ass. Oh it's no! Easy I've had an to damage your sat ass. on a milk bottle what, again. What did he have? To a vicar sat on a potato by accident. Yeah, and he fell backwards. Yeah. went straight up his bum. I should have asked Rebecca if that's what? possible. Seventy-two bags. Well, the man of the cloth said it is. So. Yeah, so it has to be. Well, how, when your dad did that, um, did he get? Did he need a lot of stitches? Did he have a lot of glass shards in his bum? It was before I was born. Prob- okay. probably. probably stitched himself up. No, oh, your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just left it. He just bled out. He punched up the milkman. Blamed him. So for anyone who doesn't know, my dad is a caveman in, <laughs> in a pair of shorts. He never wears socks. His dad is Rick no. Ralph, basically. No. Yeah, my dad, his feet are like breeze blocks <laughs> and his hands are like mallets. It's and he doesn't wear a coat, does he either? No, yeah. he never wears a coat. In fact, when he went to the post, I went back to Nottingham for my mum's birthday the other weekend. And my dad went to the post office and he came back. He was like, that fucking, that, 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 that lanky bastard in the post office told me off for not having my coat on. I'm 53. I don't want to wear a coat. I won't. I'm like, Gaz, it's minus five and it's snowy. <laughs> okay, no. Yeah, your dad is a bit of a G. Well, you said how you once wore a coat in like 1984 and the people where you went into always like take the piss out of him for that yeah. time that he wore yeah, a coat. Yeah, you might not let him live it in It was that, 1994, 1994 and yeah. he put a coat on because he was cold and people still wind him up about it. That's brilliant. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> well, um, we could get onto another story. Let's go into a song, then we'll yeah. come back and we'll okay, do cool, story yeah. and have it's, a it's, um, it's basically the theme today is all things posterior. So we're talking a lot about bums, and we've, ha- we've, had, an, we've had a sex expert come in and tell us about anal sex and pegging. pegging. Mm. Um, we've had various other stories about bums. We're going to have another one on the other side of this. by Mist, who's also having an incredible year. Mm. We're back. It's your boy DJ Tinsel Tits. <laughs> A.K.A. Evan Davis. <laughs> you should explain. You should. Okay. Context. It makes no sense at all otherwise. So, last night, if I, I, I don't know if I've mentioned it yet. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you do last night? I've not told you. No, I was on, was on, he was on the telly. Oh. I was on telly, wasn't I? <laughs> on BBC <laughs> with Paxman. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't. Paxman, I wasn't. Paxman. I'm joking. I was, uh, I was on Newsnight with Evan Davis. Mm. And I, I knew I'd heard of the name, but I couldn't put a picture to, to it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> before I went on, I Googled him. He came up and... Lo and behold, it was who I thought it was, the guy Double who D. lives below Deborah Eden. Dragon's Dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so then I read like an interview with him and, you know, it was like his interest, he's into to, like, leather and going mm-hmm. to leather bars mm-hmm. and that, that's kind of like his hobby and his interests. Mm-hmm. And, and then it was like, do you have any nicknames? <laughs> and he said, yeah, my nickname's Tinsel Tits because of the amount of persons I've got in my nipples. That's brilliant. How many has he got? I don't know. Do you know when you see him? I don't know. He didn't show me. We're doing a section about sexual harassment. I think if he just whipped him yeah. out. <laughs> I don't think it's the right time to ask, can I see your nipple either? Yeah, it's yeah, not going to go. News night, yeah. off 11. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's night. <laughs> it's, got, it's got night in the title. Yeah, true. And mm. one, you see people swear on news night. Do they? It's after curfew. Yeah, it's post watershed, isn't it? Curfew, watershed. Past Natalie's curfew. See, she's giving us little, she's giving us little clues into the type of lifestyle she leads. Yeah, I'm in by then. It's past curfew. I mean, I mean, it was like, I mentioned Evan Davis. She went, Oh yeah, loves leather bars. <laughs> 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 that 
Natalie. Mm. I've, never, I've always suspected Natalie a little bit, you know. I think Natalie's a low key thug. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about more bum. Um, more, more. Yeah, let's go from tits to bums. Let's, let's, exactly. Let's, while we're talking about getting a nipple out, let's move to strippers okay. in China. China vows to crack down, nice pun, on funeral strippers. Okay, no, it's not a pun because it's nothing to do with us. It's <laughs> shit. Crack down on funeral. <laughs> Is there a big funeral stripper pro? And it sounds like they weren't hired. <laughs> they yeah. just turn off. There's been a, there's been a spate of funeral strippings. <laughs> so we need to crack down. <laughs> You're going to need ID to be a stripper from now on. <laughs> Some hire them to boost numbers as high attendance. Um, sorry. Some hire them to boost numbers as high attendance is seen as a way of honouring the deceased. China has launched a fresh crackdown on funeral fresh. strippers. Fresh, there was an old, fresh there was crack- an old crackdown. <laughs> the, great, the great crackdown of 1980. <laughs> it did work. Like the war on drugs. <laughs> Jay-Z came out and just told it like he was. Like, China is actually just losing the war on strippers. Do you know? Oh yeah, and by the way, America's losing the war on drugs. Yeah. Uh, the Ministry of Culture said it would target obscene, pornographic and vulgar performances at v- uh, funerals and weddings. It followed reports in the state-run Global Times newspaper about roaring crowds applauding and cursing as women performed at funerals is the ministry of culture a, a, a thing that we have here uh, we do yeah, have a culture do, minister yeah, yeah. ministry yeah, of culture do, yeah. and sport is it sport mm-hmm. and culture yeah, yeah i think we have one that does too mm-hmm. oh no i They've don't just like got that ministry of culture. i don't like that it should be two different jobs yeah, sport and culture. Oh, it's, yeah. it's sport, Two different not things. Culture. Isn't there sport culture? Yeah, there is, but there's also different types of culture. Mm. Yeah, but that's like... There should be Ministry of Sport <laughs> and Ministry of Culture. Yeah. I th- but I, I'm sure... I mean, no, maybe I'm wrong. And do you know what? The way that people are abusing culture today... Do you know what I mean? For the culture this, for the culture that... Do you know yeah. what I mean? Even the, the ministers the, are probably using the, that the phrase. The minister's too busy wrapped up in sports at the moment. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> popping off boxing, culture. football. It's all very this busy over that yeah. side. That's why they keep taking money. Yeah, but they keep taking money out of the arts, don't they? Out of the film industry and putting it into other things. So maybe they're more interested in sport than they are culture. Embezzling. The tabloids claimed that they sauntered into the crowd and rubbed men's crotches while occasionally reminding them not to take pictures. Wait, the tabloid did that? Well, they've been through the tabloid for rubbing men's crotches. The tabloid claimed that they did. <laughs> yeah, for real. Who's the they? The they sounds a lot like the tabloid reporters did this themselves. Why occasionally remind them? You can take a picture. No, occasionally yeah, reminds them. Not you. Oh, I I you don't take good pictures. Hacking phones and rubbing crotches. Maybe it's <laughs> the other photographer from earlier. He wasn't even looking at them. He's taking pictures the wrong way they're out of focus you don't get to take pictures I know about you I know about you Mr Wedding Photographer that's why he's folded his wedding business he's doing Chinese funerals (laughs) Um, the culture ministry set up hotlines Epidemic. <laughs> it's true. Wow. To offer monetary rewards for those who report fun- funeral misdeeds in 19 cities in Henan and Hui, Jiangsu and Hebei provinces. They were massive pronunciation. Thank you very much. Yeah, really Thank you very good. much. Really Some rural communities in China believe hiring performers can increase attendance at funerals, uh, which I've already said is, is, a, is seen as a way of honouring the deceased. Mm. Those rural people are like that, though. Do you know what I mean? Warped views on stuff. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, in a bid to show off their disposable income and boost numbers, some households pay out more than their annual incomes for strippers, wow. but also actors, singers, and comedians. The Global Times wow. reported. <clears throat> wow. How can they? So they're in debt to pay off strippers because if you are spending more than your annual yeah. income, how are you paying rent? Yeah, listen. Jeez. I'll be honest with you. I know a few men who was probably spending more than their annual income on strippers. <laughs> well, how do you eat? 
rent? How do you travel yeah. anywhere? How do you pay rent on your your house if you're spending more than your income just on strippers? And this is household. This isn't a person. This is a so the kids ain't eating because granddad had to have a, a topless a lap dance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His corpse. He got a little lap. He got a little posthumous fucking lap dance. Right, what, so, so now the kids can't have fucking so dinner for so, a year. So you don't want pops to have a little lap dance and you can have some beans on toast. Is this what you're saying? Selfish. Michael Payne, selfish. <laughs> <laughs> Beijing first banned funeral strippers in 2015 after two cases where exotic dancers staged obscene performances. At the funeral in Hebei province, two strippers wearing revealing clothes danced on a stage at a public square in our village at night, an eyewitness said at the time. Authorities also arrested six exotic dancers at the funeral of an elderly resident in Handan. Oh my god, I've just come up with the best job ever. What's oh, that? So, bounty yes. hunter for strippers. So, you get to go watch strippers, and when you've done, instead of paying, get them arrested, oh, you get paid. Just for oh, funeral shit, strippers. Yeah. So, you go around, find mm. strippers, watch the whole performance, yeah. have the time of your it's life. True, you've got to prove as soon as you've gone to give them a tip, nick them, you yeah, get the bounty. Bring them in, yeah. So, you get yeah, paid yeah, to watch yeah. strip shows. That's a Mad good job. Team. But then you'd have to be undercover as well, yeah? Mm. So, you might have to, they will give you a little kitty as well to give tips. Do you know what right. I mean? You get, expen- you get an expense account as well. Unless you go fully undercover and pose as a corpse. I don't know. <laughs> or a stripper. <laughs> and then you blow your cover. Maybe, yeah. And you're naked. <laughs> yeah. You're coming with me. But then when, if, if you're going undercover as a corpse to catch strippers, when they say you're a stiff, it's... <laughs> All sense, yeah. Five people were detained in Jiangsu in, twen- in 2006 for obscene performances following striptease, striptease acts at a farmer's funeral where 200 people were said to have attended. That popular, eh? So a lot. He didn't need the extra strippers. <laughs> yes, the attendance was good. <laughs> the attendance was bloody good. One expert quoted in the Global Times... Uh, sorry. One expert quoted in the Global Times report partly attributed the practice <clears throat> to fertility worship. So what's the fertility worship? That's why people are wanking in the sea in some in, in Korea. Yeah, that's true. And like, getting drowned on a rock. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about <laughs> that. Always fertility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always yeah. got to whoop the fertility funeral, gods. I, I mean, I don't know. Everyone's Yeah, so how upset. fertile can you be when you're dead? Well, maybe you're so upset with grief that you have to have grief sex. And therefore, it's very it's a very fertile breeding ground at the funeral. Yeah. I don't know. Grief sex. Grief sex. <laughs> Not sure how I feel about that. (laughs) So this expert is quoted as having said, in some local cultures, dancing with erotic elements can be used to convey the deceased wishes... Sorry, the deceased's wishes of being blessed with many children. It's too late, they're dead. They can't be blessed with children when they're dead. Mm. This is what um, Huang uh, Jianjing, a university (laughs) professor, said. I just wanted to show off that I can pronounce that. I don't take the performances as trash of traditional rural culture. It has an inheritance of local civilization, he said. Hmm. Rather than simply decrying them, it is more important for the authorities to provide the rural people with finer cultural products. I just want to point out... Gentrify them. Yeah. He wants gentrification. But when you said Huan Jianzing and said that you were showing off pronouncing it. Did I get it wrong? No, I'm just thinking how many Chinese people are listening just going, that's like saying John Smith, mate. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> you've not done anything special with it. <laughs> True. I, I don't know whether over here, because um, there's obviously, a, well, there obviously is a market for this in China because there's funerals get like five people arrested in 2006, other people were arrested another year. Mm. There's obviously a lot of funeral strippers in China. Um, I don't know whether that will catch on over here. It means, you know, funerals aren't great for anybody, but will it liven it up? Well, have a like... Little- I, Irish wakes are usually very, very kind of upbeat, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, quite raucous. Yeah, I can imagine a stripper at like an Irish wake, for instance. Um, I'd, I'd maybe want to. S- 
if you know if they wanted to get me a stripper at my funeral then have at it you know sure. i mean are there male is there a market for male strippers as well do you I'd think, say I think so. so it doesn't have to be just women does it no i could see it definitely happen at like maybe a jamaican funeral because you know after a, um like a jamaican wait they all have like a proper little turn or yeah know exactly I mean? yeah. And really celebrate the dead yeah mm. Nothing says celebration like a couple of strippers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Celebrating so much, you've got to take your clothes off. You know yeah. what I mean? All these clothes are just weighing down. I can't. Ce- I'm, I'm, I'm being impeded from celebrating they're, by all these clothes. They're doing it during the ceremony. They're being told they're coming down the aisle during the funeral, actually itself, mm. and then going up to people, grinding all over them, saying, "Don't take a photo. Show some respect to their deceased." Whilst you're putting a stripper in front of you, it sounds amazing. Well, okay. what if like no one else agrees, and one guy at the back's got one, and he's just getting a little lap dance? <laughs> 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 oh, we invited Uncle Reese again. <laughs> <laughs> they always turn up with a lot of bills, then, just so they have to. I guess you you have to if a, if you get a, a strip, do you have to put some money in the? Well, no, the case if you have to. This is bullshit because in America they have one dollar bills, which are like seventy five. Mm. It's like us throwing seventy five p coins at strippers. Well, in in a lot of East End um, <laughs> strip bars, um, they come around with a pint glass and you put a pound in, which is the same thing as tipping. The, not the as problem, sexy though, is well, it? No, like no, one big grunting bloke called yeah, Steve, sweating with a pint glass, <laughs> collecting tips. No, no, it's, no, it's one of the dancers. Oh, okay. So I heard from a friend. The, um, well, she comes around after the dance. For no, she tip. comes around during the dance, oh. and you have to you have to put a you have to put a pound in or every time she your, comes around, or you have to close your eyes, <laughs> <laughs> or you have to give her your annual income in one go. I just come in with a guide dog. I'm like, jokes on you. I'm just here for the vibe. Yeah, I'm here for the music. Actually, <laughs> I hear you play lots of little yachty in here. The do I've heard. Wow, that is the end of the show today. Oh my god, it is. My oh own. shit. What's up? Yeah. Who's it's up been next a now? banger today. Yeah. It's has. Callum. It's Callum at Swigan. Yeah. Who's his guest, Nat? His guest has got a guest. You've got to go. <laughs> See you next week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.